Yo, 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 what up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. You look at the San Jose Earthquakes of Major League Soccer. One of the most dramatic teams in the league. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what's up? Oz here. Uh, once again, you can follow the podcast. Uh, I don't know how you listen to it, but I suggest you subscribe. You could subscribe anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Football Without Hesitation is there. Again, just go to search Football Without Hesitation. Hit subscribe. New episodes will come to you. Every freaking, I want to say every week, but it's it's weird times. This is you can't just you can't just. I mean, you could do an episode every week, I guess, but man, I'm gonna be stretching my fucking very limited talent. Uh, but this this week we do have something to talk about. the The league is coming back apparently. Um, the tournament is well, the tournament is over for the San Jose Earthquakes at the moment. Actually, at the time of recording. It is 77th minute of the final of the MLS back tournament. Portland is beating Orlando 2-1. to one. Orlando, how about that? Props to Orlando. is essentially their home tournament, I guess. They're, they're most used to the weather and everything. So look at them. They made it all the way to the final. Might win something finally after all these years. But the San Jose Earthquakes, did the San Jose Earthquakes... Went out in San Jose Earthquakes fashion. I mean, you heard it on the last episode. I mentioned that. That's what the quakes do. It's one of them. I, there's a term for it. I've been trying to think of the term. It's a rain term. You know, it's either like flood or drought, maybe. Is that what it is? But the quakes, uh, you know, um, I don't know what the actual cool t- uh, phrase is. But it's what it is, dude. I, I, I talked about it. You know, you, go, you come across some teams and they just got some good players in some good spots and they realize if they put the pressure on the quakes you can really get them to bend and if you get them to bend from that system it, it can it can produce some opportunities and minnesota loves to create those opportunities and take advantage of them it's interesting like i said i want to be frustrated i want to be mad i want to be like the the quakes didn't play their way and i mean i'm sure they they'll come out and say they didn't play the way they wanted it to but i'm telling you this is the formula since game one that Almeida took over. This is how the Quakes play, and there's just been some teams, like I mentioned in the last episode, Minnesota, LAFC are two of those teams that just realized, you know, that's the simple formula. You know, it, I was talking about there not being a formula last episode, and that, that that's what I mean, is that there, you know, there is no formula in that you can't say this person's going to do that, this person's going to do that. The formula is we just have to put pressure on them and be better one-on-one. That's it. That's it. If you can do if you can keep that pressure on the quakes, not allow them to pass the ball around and find some open spots and put the pressure on you, then they have a really hard time getting in sync and they they can bleed goals. And a part of that might be, you know, you, you need to upgrade of the goalkeeping position. You still need, you know, again, some some help in the defense. It's still not perfect, but really it doesn't matter who's who's there. That's just how you beat the Quakes. And, and it happened, and, and whatever. Like I said, I want to get mad. I want to get upset. I want to get emotional. Of course, I wanted the Quakes to win while you're watching it, but it, that's what – it was an exciting match. A lot of goals. <laughs> Just, you know, wrong, wrong way. So the Quakes uh, bow out of the tournament. They went farther than I expected them for sure. 
They they were entertaining. They were the, they were the talk of the tournament. Obviously, some kind of you know a little bit of sizzle came uh, came off of the tournament when the Quakes were eliminated, and obviously Portland and Orlando fans are saying, "No, no, still sizzling, bro, still sizzling." But as a Quakes fan, I don't know. I, I'm I'm very proud of that the team. I'm proud of their effort. I'm. They don't give up. I don't. I've never seen a team that is down four to one, five to one, whatever it may be, that plays every minute as if they expect to come back. It's 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 so it's so refreshing, you know. After years of seeing this team, I'm, like I said, I don't think I've ever seen the players quit kind of as a as a whole. You would see individuals just kind of not feel it and then as the season wore on would just kind of give up but the quakes were always a scrappy hardcore that's just again that going back to the goonies and all that that's just what the quakes do there's just this the scrappy team of players that just loves to play ball and so it's never really been a, a matter of like fuck dude y'all just quitting out there y'all just giving up but with almeida it's been switched on to a whole nother level they can be losing you know six to one to fucking Barcelona and the, in the 85th minute, they're going to play like it's the fifth minute and they have a chance to win. It's fucking insane. It must be so annoying, so annoying as an opponent. If you're up five to one and these motherfuckers is running at 112%, it must bug the shit out of you. But you can see what happens when uh, look at with Vancouver. The reason they play that way is because at the same time, they also have the ability to put three goals in 20 minutes in. They can do that. So that's why they play that way. That's why they play that style because they, they, they can turn that effort into results. Didn't happen against Minnesota, but again, I, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the team. I'm, I was excited to see them play. I was excited for their effort. And honestly, I'm excited for the rest of the season because speaking of that, the league announced that the the season is coming back in everybody's home arenas. I was a little concerned when I first heard that because, again, as a season ticket holder, everybody has their own opinion about this corona thing, of course. I'm still not ready to go out in big groups. Um, Again, I, I have... A business. I manage a couple other businesses. I could not afford to shut down my business for two weeks in case anything were to happen. I'm not really concerned about the health things. I don't know. I feel like I'm healthy and young enough that I, I might be able to handle it pretty well. I mean, but anyway, yeah. Per, on the personal level, I, I was, I was just, it just wasn't ready. Just didn't feel right. And when I saw that and I was like, what are they going to do? Is it going to be season ticket holders only? Or are they going to do like a raffle? You know, ultras only. That's what I would do. Ultras only. Have them sign a waiver. Like, you guys, fuck, you have ultras. You call ultras. You guys are down. I don't care. I'm pretty sure knowing the couple that I know, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll sign a fucking waiver. And say, hell yeah, we want to jump and chant for this team. So anyway, so that was, I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. What's going on here? This is, seems kind of dumb. But apparently it's going to be no, at least in Santa Clara, I don't know, I guess every, I did see, I think Dallas was going to allow some fans in, but definitely at Earthquake Stadium, they are not, it is going to be empty. So, which is, like I said, I I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Because as a fan, I'm like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. More MLS, give it, give it to me, you know? Let's fucking do it. But at the same time, you, I don't know. Just what's going on with baseball seems like a mess. People are putting up with it because there's really nothing else going on. So if it's two baseball games a week, it's, it's better than nothing. But, dude, all the support staff and everybody, it's not just millionaires, you know, on those teams. There's a lot of mostly regular people that run those teams. And regular, I mean financially regular. You know, not everybody that, that works um, at these franchises is super wealthy. That being said, of course, they so, that yeah, they need to work. Uh, but I don't know. Forcing them, lugging them around to different places, even though it's as controlled as you can, it just doesn't seem doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right um, for them. Cause that as a fan, fuck, I don't give a fuck, dude. Play every three days. <laughs> oh shit! Um, but anyway, it, again, at least the three home matches that San Jose are playing to finish off this strange season are going to be played without fans in San Jose at Earthquake Stadium. Uh, let's go through the... Dude, we... So anyway, okay, yeah, the quick start of the, the tournament, went wham But then you think about, okay, the, the tournament, the group stage counted for the regular season. The Quakes did pretty well. And there's going to be, a, you know, a shortened end of the season, the Quakes haven't played a lot. They can their high energy type soccer can can I, they can maintain it for <laughs> for this amount of time. I'm thinking so. So you look back, you look at the standings because okay, the tournament is its own thing. But you go back to the regular season standings and guess what? Look who's there in sixth place in a playoff spot: San Jose Earthquakes, two one and two. I mean those. That debacle of the first couple of matches, that's be that's behind them. They got over it. They they played as a team. They understood that oh, that was a fluke. Almeida got to work with, you know, the the lineup, got to see what was working. Wando still doesn't get covered in the box for some fucking reason. <laughs> Keep doing that, other other teams. But so anyway. It's exciting. So you're like, okay, you got what uh, six six matches to end the season. You're already in the playoffs. I don't know how the playoffs are going to work. I don't even know if they've announced it. I was trying to look, do some research, and I don't, I didn't find anything. I don't, I don't think the league even realizes what they would do for any kind of playoffs, or if they're just going to go freaking European style. Whoever's at the top of the table. Which I've you've heard before, I'm down for that. I don't care if that puts the Quakes in a way worse spot, but I just like that. That's just better. Um, so anyway, let's go down this the the Quakes final schedule, which is a fucking gauntlet, motherfuckers. So it starts off in a couple of weeks, Wednesday, August 26th, against Portland Timbers, who is again in in MLS Cup final. So they're they're playing more soccer than anybody and they're good that's a good i mean they're they're currently in third currently in third place so i mean in the west you what do you have to say about port you don't need to say anything about port port is obviously a fucking damn good team um it's at home so it's, it's at home with no fans 
I don't know if that equalizes the home field advantage. If, if you're not familiar with it, home field advantage obviously is a real thing. In Major League Soccer, it just happens to be stronger. You know, home teams just win more than in other soccer leagues. So home team, home field advantage is a big deal. A lot of it has to do, of course, with the travel. MLS teams travel commercially. So you can be sitting next to David Beckham. Well, you could back in the day uh, on your Southwest flight from San Jose to Los Angeles. But so so a lot of things go into it. So I, I don't know how it'll be interesting to see how that home field advantage weighs in at times like this. So, uh, yeah, so they kick it off on Wednesday, August 26th against Portland. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one, but it's a great test, great way to start um, these final six matches to be like, okay, let's kick it into high gear. We need to win. And then uh, that Saturday, August 29th, they they travel down, down 101 to L.A. They play Galaxy. Galaxy looks way out of whack. And I'm not just saying that as a Quakes fan because you know I enjoy saying that shit. But um, they just don't look right. LA Galaxy don't look right. Maybe, maybe they're able to t- talk to each other, you know, in between, and and they say, hey, you know what? Let's pull it together, man. Let's pull it to fucking together. Let's see if we can't. Oof. Let's see if we can't go from last. Damn, they're in last place with negative six goal differential. Gal, I mean, you never, and, and you can't never dis. Even if Galaxy hadn't had an even worse record i've mentioned it before in my writing and in the podcast cali classical is just different it's just different these two teams are just evenly matched even with slatan or slayton as my homie likes to say um even you know with what whoever was on whatever team that matchup is just the players know about it the coaches know about it. Every everybody just knows about it. So those are different. So yeah, okay, Galaxy's been struggling, but anything can happen in the Cali Clasico. And then right after that, that following Wednesday, September second, they stay down south. They stay in Los Angeles. They play LAFC, and once again, we all know how that goes. Like I, said, I don't even. The Quakes have never beat LAFC. I don't need to do any research on that. I don't need to say that with any kind of preface or anything. I, I that is just true. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I don't think I need to do that research. So um, that one's obviously going to be that's going to be a tricky one. Again, LAFC without a crowd. Who the hell knows? It's LAFC though. I don't. They're gonna they're gonna come to play uh, right after that Saturday. Head out to Colorado. Play the Rapids. The Rapids are, dude. Poor. It's that whole Midwest thing. Poor rat. Like, they've done a lot of changes. That they've. Okay, they're they're right below the Quakes. One point. One point below the Quakes. So um, but they've made a lot of changes. They are a much more improved team than they were. They're going to continue to get better. It's really hard to make predictions. Um, again, in this strange season, these strange times. That being said, every time I do make predictions, they're usually completely the opposite. So I think there's, that still counts for something. I mean, come on. To be completely wrong, okay. But to be completely opposite, that's a fucking skill, dude. 
That's a skill. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, after that Thursday, September 10th, they head up Northwest style up to Cascadia to play Seattle Sounders. The Quakes have had success up in Seattle before. They, they've that is these are one of those giants that the the Quakes can can beat if somehow they can sign Innocent for for one match. Uh, they'll probably pay him like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for that match. He could come in and score some goals. He fucking killed it. And those two goals against Seattle, I was like, fucking finally, dude. We got our dude. This guy's fucking fast. He's flashy. He can score. I think he was Swiss. Dude had it all. Then he never did anything again. Man. All right. So anyway, then finish it off. The Quakes on Holy Sunday, the third Sunday, September 13th. Another Cali Clásico, this time in San Jose. And they got to do something. They got to, like, I don't know, reflect it. Ref- like, get a big mirror and reflect the game, and then you can watch it from the parking lot. I don't know, man. You got to do something. You got to do something, man. But um, So you got Galaxy twice who, who are struggling. That's the only team you, you play twice. And that's the worst team in the conference at the moment. Colorado's beatable. Like I just mentioned, Seattle is also has been beatable. They are all, I mean, they're defending champs. They're a really fucking damn good team, so you can't just discount them. That's just straight disrespectful. And, poor, again, so that, that leaves uh, Portland and LAFC as the really big crucial ones. Again, I don't I don't know what's going to happen in the offseason season. But as as it stands now, the the Quakes are in sixth place in the West, tied at, at actually with Seattle Sounders. Seattle Sounders has a plus three goal differential, where the Quakes are even. So that's where the Seattle takes that lead. But I, I mean, Sporting KC, bro. What do you think of that? Sporting KC, Minnesota United, top two teams. Portland also there. It's gonna be interesting. Portland actually, Portland just beat Orlando, so Portland is your MLS is back tournament champions. Congratulations to them, Tree Cutters! How funny is that? I never even thought about that. The most tree huggeriest, friendly hippie city in America. Their mascot is all about murdering trees. I'm not gonna say that's hypocritical because that's that's fucked up. But the the logo is literally an axe. You know, it'd be like if if we lived in a country full of mice and our mascot was a mouse trap. One of them evil ones too. They go feet. Um, so good job, Portland, with rubbing it in. That being said, we are the San Jose Earthquakes. Named after a natural disaster, but then again, you have L.A. football club, so they're also named after a natural disaster. Um, <laughs> that wasn't that funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't deserve that much but That wasn't that funny, but um, I enjoyed it. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this little quick recap of what's been going on. 
Uh, I'm excited that soccer is coming back. I don't know where you are if in your home area the your home team is going to play. And would you go? That's the question. Would you go? Would you go watch? Um, would you go if if it's half capacity? Would you go if it's full capacity? Would you go if it's season ticket holder only? Is there is there a limit? Would you say nah? If it's if it's open to everybody, I'm I'm not cool with that. Which would be very stupid, by the way. So it's probably gonna happen in Florida. So Miami FC is probably gonna open it up to everybody. Or what do they call Inter? <laughs> Sick ass logo though. You got the pink though. The, that shit is baller. The pink is fucking sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but anyway, we talk San Jose earthquakes. This is football without hesitation. We'll catch y'all. Well, next time there's some news. Hopefully, you know, next week. If not, in a couple of weeks again, the the season looks like it'll start back up once again. If we are alive, and if you are alive, I would love to have you come back and listen. And let me know. Would you go? Would you go out to to a game if tomorrow they said everything was cool? Catch y'all later. Peace.